Hello and welcome to The Word Opened with me, Bramwell, from Horness Ministries. This is a weekly podcast opening God's Word, going through verse by verse and looking at what God's Word, the Bible, says. We've been going through the book of Acts and uh, we have been... Uh, taking our time, particularly within the first part of the book of Acts, which sets the foundation for the rest of Acts and sets the foundation really for everything that we uh, should be doing today and, and you know building up and encouraging us for where we are today. Last two weeks, we've been focusing on this whole thing of power of the Spirit, walking in the power of of the spirit and if you haven't heard those two sessions and may i encourage you to go back and do that because we walk in the power of the spirit and when we walk in the power of the spirit we come to what is our next part for today this week's uh, podcast which is you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the end of the earth yeah, that's Jesus talking directly to his disciples from in one in Acts one verse eight. He's made it very clear. Yeah, they've asked him this question back in verse six. Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But then he says but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Do you know this power of the Holy Spirit, which we've been spending the last two weeks looking at, is then what propels them to be the witnesses. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that propels you to be a witness for Jesus. Now, you can't be a witness for Jesus in your own strength. Because if you do it in your own strength, then it is going to collapse at some point. It is going to fall down. You are going to be stressed. You are going to be burnt out. Because what you're doing is you're trying to make your own way and in making your own way, you are trying to be saved by works. And the Bible tells us very clearly that we are not saved by works. We are saved by faith. And so we need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be a witness for Jesus. So what does this word witness mean? You shall be witnesses. Well, the word witness in the original Greek is martyrdom, which is where we get our word martyr from today. Who is a martyr? A martyr is someone who lays down their life for Jesus. A martyr is someone who lays down their life for the cause. And we're going to see martyrs 
within the book of Acts is Stephen is stoned for his faith. And it's amazing that you know, we see Paul watching on at that time. In fact, encouraging the stoning of Stephen. Paul, who at the time was called Saul, then has this amazing encounter with Jesus, the living Lord, on the road to Damascus. And everything changes for him. But he is affected by the stoning of Stephen. He's affected by the fact that somebody is standing up for the cause. For what they truly believe and what they've seen. If we're a witness to something, it is what we have seen and what we know to be true. You know, a witness in a court of law is someone who stands in sharing what they have seen it's what they have personally seen a false witness is someone who lies about that and there are false witnesses there are false witnesses who claim that Jesus has done something in their life but in fact they are just lying and manipulating and using the name of Jesus to get their own means to get their own ends you know that is that is a fact just as the bible talks about the fact that there are going to be false prophets yeah there's going to be false teachers there's going to be the list goes on but there are false witnesses those who claim to have been changed by Jesus in some way that Jesus has done something in their life and yet they don't walk it out you know he could be demonstrating something um, to to people but behind the scenes are doing something totally different. Yeah, their life is not living up to that that Jesus requires them to live up to. And so a false witness is someone who lies about what they have seen. And sadly, there are false witnesses around today but Jesus Jesus calls upon true witnesses true witnesses are those that have truly seen and know the living Lord Jesus and he is telling his disciples here that when they have received the power the Holy Spirit then they are to go and be a witness he doesn't just leave them with saying you know be filled with the Holy Spirit and and carry on living your life no he gives them a very clear direction to go and so again when you are filled with the Holy Spirit you will be given a very clear direction 
to go. A very clear calling. There will be a calling placed upon your life that you then need to walk out. This is what the power of the Holy Spirit does. When it lays upon you, when you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, you will then walk the walk that is set before you. And you will recognize as well that this is not a walk that you can do alone. That this is not a walk that you can do without the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will need to bring all those things that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks that we see Jesus walking in in power. You will be able to manifest the power of the Holy Spirit through you. He will manifest through you. Now I want to say here as well that as we're looking at this, you know, there there's a there's a link to um the fivefold ministry and the fivefold ministry if you're not sure what it is you know these are the ministerial gifts of uh, prophet teacher evangelist apostle and pastoral and yeah, these are these are gifts that are given by the Holy Spirit, and as as Paul writes very clearly in Ephesians, it it is for the edifying of the saints. It's for the building up of the church. It's not for self gratification. It's not for self gain. Now Jesus is the ultimate five folder, if you like. He's the one who encompasses all of these. We do not encompass all of these as an individual. There may be moments where you operate within, you know, that something will, will manifest itself. So, for example, you know, with prophecy, you, you may have words of knowledge or visions from God, but you don't have them all the time. And it's not what you operate in. It's not how the, your, your life lives. Yeah, you may at times be out sharing the gospel as an evangelist, but it's not the thing that is you you are bread and butter every day. If your heart is pumping with these with something, that's clearly something that has been laid on your heart. And so I just wanted to point that out as we are looking at this whole thing of walking out in the power as we become witnesses to Jesus. In Luke 24, verse 46 to 49, you, we get a very similar sort of matching up of what he is saying in Acts. And in fact, yeah, that's, that's no surprise because Luke has written both of these. But what Luke says here in Luke 24, Then he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you 
are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. You are witnesses to these things. The disciples were witnesses to what Jesus did. He was a wit- they were witnesses to what he said. Yeah, in fact, they would have been the perfect witnesses to bring before the Sanhedrin when Jesus was arrested. And as he says, it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day. They saw that. They saw his suffering, but they also saw his resurrection. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached. They were witnesses of that. They were witnesses of what Jesus was preaching. The kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's the same mission that we have today. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And it is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand for you and I. The kingdom of heaven is there for us to take. Because when you come to faith and accept Jesus, you accept the kingdom of heaven. You receive the kingdom of heaven. And the disciples were witnesses to this. And Jesus makes it very clear. He made it clear in, in, in you know, it's written in Acts and it's written here again in Luke 24. Tarry in the city of Jerusalem. This whole thing will start from Jerusalem. We then see a in Acts two, and and you know we will get to Acts two over coming weeks. But in Acts two, verse thirty to thirty three, Peter proclaims that they are witnesses to these things. Yeah, this is after he's been filled with the Holy Spirit, and then they've gone out in the streets, and and Peter has preached the gospel. And he says, therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witnesses. Therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. Peter is saying that they are a witness to his resurrection and that they are a witness to now the promise of the Holy Spirit, which comes from the Father. Peter's, P- Peter is so bold in proclaiming this 
But you've got to remember that this is not long after the fact that Jesus has been put to death. And yes, he has risen again. But the whole thing of those people, the Sanhedrins, the Pharisees, etc., that were all there wanting to kill Jesus are still there today at this time. And they would have potentially have been in this crowd. And when Peter declares these things, when he you know, proclaims these things, he's actually virtually leading to his own death. Because he could have been arrested there and then, picked up and taken off to the same fate as Jesus. But he has the boldness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has come upon him. He has been clothed by the Holy Spirit. He is now walking in the power of the Spirit. And in doing so, he doesn't care anymore. He doesn't care about himself because he knows that it is all true. And therefore, in knowing that it's all true, he knows there is a heavenly kingdom for him to inherit when he leaves this earth. I just wonder you know, for yourselves, do you know that there is truly a heavenly kingdom for you to inherit? Or do you still worry about your own life? Do you still worry about the fact that you know, you're going to die? Do you still worry about, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that because of what someone might say or think? You know, dare I say to you today that these are things of the flesh and things that Satan wants to control you with. They're not things of God because God wants you to be released from these things. Do you know, there have been times where particularly going out and doing evangelism, I have been so afraid of doing it. I don't like talking to people. But you know, when the Holy Spirit comes upon me and the power of the Holy Spirit overtakes me, particularly if I'm doing street evangelism, there's no stopping. And you know, within that, the adrenaline is amazing. To be a martyr, we need to have received the power of the Holy Spirit. No power means no witness. We won't see the positive fruits from you trying to share Jesus. Because in trying to share Jesus out of your own strength, the Holy Spirit is not moving. It's not working. And this all comes from transformation. Do you have the boldness to proclaim the truth? And to proclaim what Jesus has done in your life? That's your testimony. Your testimony of what Jesus has done in your life is what you should be proclaiming. The Bible tells us clearly that our testimony is powerful. We should be proclaiming our testimony. We should be sharing what Jesus has done in our lives. It's vital. And it comes from boldness, which comes from the power of the Spirit, of walking 
in the spirit. So let's look back at Acts 1 uh, verse 8. Because we've been talking uh, quite a bit today about being that witness. And I want to... I want to challenge this as well, which you know, I see in this passage, because there's a there's a viewpoint that when you come to the Lord and when you are filled with the Spirit, you know, or even maybe when you're not filled with the Spirit, there's this whole thing of all right, I've now got to go overseas. I've now got to go to you know Africa. I've now got to go to India. You know, those are two countries that particularly, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, I've got to go there, I've got to go there. And, do you know, actually, come back to what it says in verse 8. Jesus tells the disciples to first off be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. That is where they were. They were to be a witness to Jesus, for Jesus, exactly where they were. That was in terms of living their daily life, where exactly they were living their daily life. They were to be a witness for Jesus. In fact, Jerusalem becomes the sending place throughout the book of Acts. And we're going to see that. We're going to see that you know, through Jerusalem, people get sent and then people come back. And even the people, you know, when, when Paul goes off and, and starts church planting and everything, what we see is even when there are issues, they come back to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the sending place. And I think this is really important to grasp and get hold of. Because when you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and you become a witness for Jesus, running off to a distant distant country should not be your first point of call. But what should be your first point of call is being a witness exactly where you are. The Lord has called you in that place he has called you and filled you with the power of the holy spirit in that place if you are not going to use it in that place then you are stifling it and holding it until you get somewhere else that's not what we see in acts 2 when the holy spirit comes and falls the witnesses, the disciples are straight outside and are sharing. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem first and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. We start in Jerusalem. We then go to Judea. Do you know that's, that's, that's Jewish country, so to speak. So go to similar people. Then go to Samaria. Well, Samaria was where the Samaritans were. They were seen as outcasts. Yeah, you get a number of um, times where the Samaritans are mentioned uh, with with Jesus. 
Yeah, you've got the Samaritan woman. You've also got uh, the Good Samaritan parable. And so Samaritans were a different branch of Jews, so to speak. You know, they, they had beliefs that were different to the Jews that are in Jerusalem. But Jesus is saying, stay where you are, then go to similar people, then go to those that are potentially a bit misguided, and then go to the end of the earth. Then go to the Gentiles. This is a continuation of Jesus' ministry. It's the Jews first. And even Paul picks up on this. It's all about the Jews first. Now, it doesn't mean that today where we're seeing Gentiles, you know, those of, who are not of Jewish faith coming to faith, that God has finished with the Jews. No, that's not the case at all. And we see that uh, Paul writes about that in Romans. You know, in fact, Paul writes to the extent where he says that it's happening. The Gentiles are coming to faith to make the Jewish people jealous so that then they will come and look and then their lives will be impacted if we also look at those um those four places as well you know, jerusalem is the place of death and resurrection it's the place of new life judea is the place that rejected jesus samaria is the place of the land of the Jewish outcasts. And then the ends of the earth are those that were fuel for the fire. Those that would really burn up. And so as we come towards the end of our time together, yeah, a number of things through this session. One, you are you operating as a witness for Jesus are you a witness for Jesus are you empowered by the Holy Spirit to share Jesus wherever you are wherever you go whatever you do are you empowered by that and secondly where are you witnessing are you witnessing in Jerusalem, so to speak, in the place where you are? Are you getting to the place where you are witnessing to those that have rejected Jesus, the, the Judah area? Are you witnessing to those who have been outcasts outcasted from at this point the jewish outcast but out, outcasted from church from faith they have something but they don't quite know what it is or they have something and you know it hasn't matched up with what church seems to think it should be do you know the only way to deal with that is to come back biblically to what the bible says 
to do true biblical evangelism and teaching. Where is your mission field? And I want to remind you at this point that the mission field is not about coming, being, being, being empowered by the Spirit and then jumping on the first plane out of wherever you are. Witness where you are first. Be obedient to what Jesus says. Witness where you are. If you're not witnessing where you are, there's a problem. So next week we will be looking uh, at Acts 1 verse 9 and continuing to build these foundations as we get closer and closer to really seeing what the Holy Spirit does through the disciples and beyond and it's going to get so encouraging and so exciting but remember we're setting in all these foundations and so I just want to bless you today I pray that you, know, you will be encouraged wherever you are listening to this you'll be encouraged and encouraged in the fact that when you receive the power of the Holy Spirit you can be a witness for him not in your strength but in his and that's how it should be I pray today that the Holy Spirit will fall upon every person that listens to this and in falling, that they will be powered, empowered by the Holy Spirit to be a witness for Jesus. Oh, fire, fall and build witnesses for you. In Jesus' name. Amen.